0: Welcome to the podcast that takes you back in time to rewind and relive all things nostalgia in the world of professional wrestling. Get ready to go beyond the bell, beyond the bell. with your host ring announcer Sean Beckerman.
1: Get ready to bust open those boom boxes. Walkman, Discman, iPod Shuffle, or your JVC Kaboom Box as we go back in time to relive the sounds of World Championship Wrestling. Welcome to Beyond the Bell. I'm your old school party host, Sean Beckerman, back with you to relive all things nostalgia in the world of professional wrestling. Music is such an integral part of the modern-day professional wrestling product. In future installments, we'll break down the history of music and professional wrestling. But, to me, the sounds of professional wrestling, the audio you hear, is a key component to bringing the emotion out of not just the fan, but the performer as well. Whether it's the theme song for a pay-per-view or special event to the fans singing along with the TV opening theme, especially back in the Attitude Era, to just the first note of a theme song from the glass breaking, to a simple catchphrase, if you smell what someone's cooking, or can you dig it, or a simple woo, those initial notes have a psychological impact on the fan. It can garner any type of emotion it could generate goosebumps chills bring up the feeling of elation or the opposite end where you feel hatred music has that impact it could tie you to a character now, World Championship Wrestling wasn't really known specifically for their theme music or music in general. A lot of their sounds and recordings were produced by the mouth of the South Jimmy Hart. He was the Jim Johnston of WCW. For those of you that don't know, Jim Johnston is the head producer. I'm not sure really how big of a role he has compared to previously for the World Wrestling Federation, now WWE, the head composer for All the entrance music, and it used to be production music WWE would use. As the years have evolved, the WWE has gone to other bands, other performers as well, with Jim Johnston. Nevertheless, everyone still associated quality wrestling music with the WWF slash WWE, not WCW. But tonight, we take a different turn archiving the history of WCW as we'll look back at some of the better entrance themes and music of WCW. Believe it or not, they did have some gems and we'll discuss those on this edition. A quick note about this week's episode. The content was originally recorded three years ago while I was traveling to an independent wrestling event to ring announce. So the audio quality may be a little bit off but I thought the theme would fit as I was in the car listening to WCW music reliving the best themes of the promotion. We enhanced the audio so it's a better quality show than the previously released version so i hope you fans enjoy so get ready get your a tracks all set as we turn back the clock after this quick timeout we go back in time to relive the sounds of wcw the high spots wrestling network is proud to partner with beyond the bell and is offering my old school fans one free month of the largest independent wrestling network. Using the promo code BTB in all caps, new accounts will gain access to over 2,000 hours and counting of premium wrestling content. The High Spots Network features top worldwide promotions such as PWG, Progress, RevPro UK, WXW and WSU. It also highlights many regional U.S. promotions such as PWX, FIP, NEW, Queens of Combat, IWA Mid-South, AAW, and many, many more. Subscribers will also find hours and hours of shoot interviews featuring all the episodes of The Kevin Steen Show and Old School with Steve Carino. The network also provides full access to original content that High Spots produced, such as documentaries on Harley Race, Jim Crockett Promotions, and The Rock and Roll Express, as well as fan favorites like $5 Wrestling. Something for every wrestling fan can be found at High Spots Wrestling Network. Com. For the low price of just $9.99 per month, fans can stream hours of content to their mobile device, their tablet, PC, or stream directly on their TV through Roku. Start your free trail today of the High Spots Wrestling Network.
0: Welcome back to Beyond the Bell. We played this theme a couple of times already
1: in Beyond the Bell history. It was a part of the Slam Jam album back in the early 90s featuring Ron Simmons, Dustin Rhodes, an honorable mention, Cactus Jack, Mr. Bang Bang, Bang Bang. But to me, the most popular track was dedicated to the future icon of WCW. It was for The Man Called Sting. Song entitled Man Called Sting fit the superstar so very well. Coming off of the turbocharged theme, this new theme kind of fit the Venice Beach, California surfer dude, bleach blonde hair, a cool screaming scorpion deflock given this superstar fit this theme it got you moving got you cheering for this this star and it fits so well and to me it was the hit song of this album and that's why i'll consider no matter what one of the greatest ww themes of all time talking about this group every single week. It seems like you're on Beyond the Bell as we are archiving the history of the legendary group, the Four Horsemen. Who can forget Arn Tully, Oli, Athrobarian, and of course, the Nature Boy, Ric Flair, along with James J. Dillon, arguably the greatest faction of all time. And for a while, they had some music that was not too... Iconic, wasn't really identifiable, wasn't really special for this group until the latter portion of WCW when they decided to piggyback off of an honorable mention theme for Arn Anderson's Coast which I believe is truly, uh, definitely an honorable mention, that was Arn Anderson's theme. They piggybacked off that theme to create the Four Horsemen theme with the horses rotting in, that great sound effect, that right there, that little intro. I think, like I mentioned before, most iconic songs have that intro, that five-second intro that makes you, or even a split second, in the case of Stone Cold Steve Austin, but makes you know that you're going to see something special. When you heard those roars, those you heard those horses ride in You knew you were going to see Something go down You knew you were going to see something special You knew the horsemen were in town And that's why it will go down As one of my top ten Of the, the greatest themes of all time The four horsemen theme In World Championship Wrestling A classic theme That I love to this very day Woo! Another surprising theme is when I heard Eddie Guerrero ditch his generic rock version, his babyface theme, which was really forgettable in a sense. But you will remember because it's Eddie Guerrero, but it wasn't truly really identifiable, wasn't really anything charismatic for the character until Eddie became a heel. We saw the bad, the bad guy, the bad side of one Eddie Guerrero. This was the precursor to Latino Heat, the Eddie Guerrero heel theme. This theme would also become an honorable mention for the LWO, the Latino World Order theme. Another great song that was a little bit of a remix of this version when you had a group of Latinos together to form the LWO. But the Eddie Guerrero-Hill theme, what a classic theme. I love it. One of my greatest. Still makes me bob my head to this very day. What a great song from top to bottom. The beat from La Raza, from the remix side, for the honorable mention, to just the initial the initial bass to this song Classic Fit Eddie so well Even when Eddie went on to the WWE And he had his light cheek steel Had the Latino he and mamacita Chavo Guerrero came on board And used this theme Then it went to Chavo Classic Chavo Guerrero Sr This, this song epitomizes the Guerrero family So it will go down as one of the greatest songs In WCW history From the very first moment that I heard this theme, it gave me goosebumps, it made me bop my head and it made me shocked that I actually liked a WCW song when Stevie Ray and Booker T made their way down the aisle, whether it was with Colonel Robert Parker or Sister Sherry or originally with Teddy Long you knew it was about to go down sucker. the song was great from beginning to end from the laughing in between it was a great beat it carried over into Booker T in the WWE with their little remix adding the of course can you dig it suck a portion but the Harlem Heat theme rap sheet was truly a classic one of the best of all time in WCW and it's in my opinion so popular that it could withstand any WWE theme it could battle it all that's why it'll go down as one of my favorites rap sheet the official theme for Harlem heat in WCW <laughs> Surprise some of you, but when I heard the theme, these two blonde guys comprising a team together, one wearing Bengals trunks and one wearing basically these purple studded, stunning Steve trunks together as a team known as the Hollywood Blondes. There was something about their theme that fits so well. At, the, at this point, it was kind of a generic thing where it was passed along from superstar to superstar trying to find its home but steve austin carried this theme very well and it carried over to this team and this is my sleeper pick you could say as some may not remember this theme or consider it as a popular one but just something about this theme maybe maybe brings me back to thinking of the blondes but the hollywood blondes theme in my opinion one of the strongest most underrated themes in wcw history you talk about world championship wrestling, one name is synonymous, especially when you're discussing the world heavyweight championship. I'm talking about the nature boy, Ric Flair. Before music was even popular and mainstream, when the free birds were laying the groundwork, there was a Kisteelin wheeling, dealing, limousine Ryan jet flying son of a gun that was paving the way defending the title across the entire world and he did it all to the tune of 2001 Space Odyssey, the theme that is synonymous with the nature boy in today's day and age of course the WWE has revised it sort of developed a remix their own style uh, I assume due to rights reasons, added the woo, of course, to the beginning to create that first, second pop, of course, like we always mention. But the original version, the Space Odyssey version of the Nature Boy's theme was truly legendary. Him coming from the helicopter in, in, uh, in that beautiful, beautiful stunning robes, his collection, carrying himself with such elegance and grace, While being the dirtiest player in the game at the same time, the leader of the Four Horsemen, his song will go down as one of the greats and arguably the greatest song in WCW history. Who will ever associate a song more so than 2001 Space Odyssey than with Ric Flair? Even when you hear today in in aspects outside of wrestling and commercials, you, of course, have to throw out the stereotypical and prototypical woo, of course, Space Odyssey and woo go hand in hand. The nature boy, Ric Flair, and his theme will go down as one of the greats in world championship wrestling history. as the New World Order split into the black and white and the red and black, we saw the emergence of the Wolf Pack, led by Kevin Ash, initially meant for truly Hall, Dash, and Six, Six Pack, as it meant the true clique members of the New World Order. The Wolf Pack was all of a sudden becoming this huge animal in its own right the fans drew to the red and black. Some say this is when the NWO started to get even more watered down, when they threw a lot of the so-called jobbers into the group, but then to water down creating two separate factions, NWO Hollywood and then NWO Wolfpack. But the best thing to come out of this angle, no doubt, was the official theme song for the NWO Wolfpack. Don't mess with the Wolfpack. You might wind up in a body bag. You gotta love... You have to love those lyrics, huh? From the initial riff, the initial tone, hearing that wolf howl, you knew it was on. Such a great beat. Cool enough, you could say, that my dad, at 45 years old at the time, loved it in his own right. Picture a middle-aged man bobbing his head to a rap song sung for the Wolf Pack as Nash wore his FUBU jersey and all. But it surely... Was a good song. And as we look back at the top 10 of my favorites, you have to include the Wolfpacks theme in World Championship Wrestling.
2: the war that's their mission, not no mercy, see the rings like the street, if you don't know you better find out the war pack, here to prove a point, number one, best believe that you don't want to tussle with them, I'll be here for them, come in the ring with them, you're never walking out again, don't turn your back on the war pack. Chances. Now it's time to show you what' wrong In the rain, this is poor All you suck's the strong Day in, day out The wolf pack for life Tell me who has the guts to come in the rain tonight We care about the because We make our own boost You don't have what it did to fill shoes See, it's just a crowd pleaser On the ground leave You're the punishment for making enemies we your be soldiers Don't turn your back on the wolf pack Don't turn your back Pack. So don't turn your back on the wolf pack. You might wind up in a body bag. Wolf pack is back, cause of mass destruction. Gas to see if the bad boys are wrestling. Testing competition, when the war, that's their mission. Not no mercy, see the rings of the street. If you don't know, you better find out the wolf pack. Point. Number one, just believe that you don't want to this with them I'll be the for them, come and ring the with them You're never walking out again Don't turn your back on the wolf pack 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 You might wind up in a body bag
1: Another honorable mention, simply put, The Streak. Goldberg, not The Undertaker. When you talk about The Streak in WCW, you talk about one man, and that's Bill Goldberg. His song Invasion, so awesome. The WWE even duplicated it, I believe due to copyright reasons, but Invasion was such a cool theme. Him coming through the, the back, surrounded by security guards, which I don't understand because he was supposed to be a badass. Who ne- well, he doesn't need security guards? Why? Doug Dillinger's got to stop everybody, but nevertheless, it was a cool image. Bleeding from the head sometimes when he would headbutt uh, a locker. But Goldberg, the song pounding, the drums beating—it was a war cry, and it will go down. You have to throw it as an honorable honorable mention. It even deserves. It may deserve quite possibly to be, in the top ten. No one will ever forget Goldberg and part of his mystique and the streak was his entrance music. Another song that's an honorable mention, one because it's not the most original, Diamond Dallas Page came out to self-high-five. And once you listen to it, you may not be surprised to think, this sounds a little familiar, right? Well, of course, very similar to a Nirvana tune, right? But DDP used it, the self-high-five was added, and it made him, it was a component his character that made him so special so that's why we'll throw it as an honorable mention for the simple slight changes and the simple work that was done to make a character fit so well in wcw that for sure jimmy hart and company deserve a self-high five Let go. When Hulk Hogan joined World Championship Wrestling, a lot of things were uncertain. Could he wore the, wear the original Hulkamania shirt that was uh, uh, iconic? It epitomized what Hulkamania was with the World Wrestling Federation. We quickly found out that it couldn't be, as we, we, we saw basically the brand new Hulkster t-shirt debut. The red and yellow and still full effect, but the yellow seemed a little more neon under the WSW banner. And Hulkamania was not seen across his chest rather than Hulkster. So we knew things were going to change with the Immortal One joining World Championship Wrestling where the big boys played at that point. Another question was the official theme song. What would Hogan's theme be as he came into the company? He could not use Real American that was copyrighted and it was a WWF property. I was pleasantly surprised when I heard American Made, not Real American, but American Made sung by Hulk Hogan and the Wrestling Boot Band. Jimmy Hart had some ditties. He made some not so good music too, but he had some good ones. And I believe if you're going to take a shot at trying to capture the image of Real American without being a total ripoff and still branding a song with a character you want to carry over from a major promotion from one to another American Made did just that it was a pretty decent song of course cannot live up to real American but it kept the essence of the original Hulkster theme but gave it a little modern twist and still made you feel pumped when you heard Hulk Hogan come out so we will bring this wrap it all up together this package Hulk Hogan he belongs in this top 10 because this song was iconic for the character and iconic for WCW and I liked it too still gave me goosebumps because I'm a Hulkamaniac through and through so let's play it back now American made for the WCW version of the immortal Hulk Hogan This has to be included as an honorable mention. When the NWO was in full effect, Hulk Hogan was in charge of the group. It seemed like everybody came out to the NWO theme. So they needed something to stand out for the leader, wouldn't you say? He was, of course, Hulk Hogan. Come on. Now Hollywood Hogan. So they entered into Jimi Hendrix land as Voodoo Child became the official theme song for Hulk Hogan or Hollywood Hogan as he that would be his trademark theme to separate himself from the rest of the NWO, especially when it came down to main event time. When you heard the NWO NWO theme about 10 times already in the card, what makes it special for the main event? When you heard Voodoo Child and Hulk Hogan coming out playing that air guitar or playing the guitar on the championship title, spray-painted NWO, you knew you were seeing the main event. And this song helped. Therefore, it doesn't make my top ten, because I'm very picky, but it is one of the best, one of the greatest songs in WSW history, so it deserves an honorable mention. <laughs> This theme was the epitome of the success, the peak of WCW during the Monday Night War, and you could say, in the even in general, in the company's history, the takeover, the hostile takeover involving the New World Order said it all. It was the storyline that made WCW what it was. It's what catapulted the business, quite possibly, to the best and biggest we will ever see the industry become and it all surrounded the porno music rock house the official theme song for the new world order if you're talking about a top 10 of greatest songs in wsw regardless if you thought it was porno cheap or not this song was one of the best because when you heard that song play you knew you're going to see something happen and it all started with the three amigos the the patriarchs hall nash and hogan scott kevin and hollywood led the way with rock house playing blasting through every arena across the country across the world selling out arenas so as we talk about the top 10 it is automatic that you talk about nwo the new world order's official theme rock house
0: Promotional consideration paid for by the following. I'm pretty stoked. A friend of mine told me about gazelle.com. They paid me cash for my used iPhone. Cash I used to get my new iPhone? Before Gazelle, I would just keep my old phones in this drawer. Gazelle made it easy. Gazelle made it so easy. Shipping was free. Gazelle paid me fast. My phone was worth 150 bucks. What? Do yourself a favor. Get on your little www.gazelle.com. You can find out at Gazelle. It is a website. You're listening to the Retro Wrestling Podcast, Beyond the Bell. You can listen to Beyond the Bell on iTunes, Player.fm, the SNS Radio Network, Podbay.fm, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and our official website, BTBcast.com. Connect socially on Facebook and Twitter at BTBcast. Watch retro videos on our official YouTube channel, BTBcast Network. Questions, comments, and suggestions can be sent to contact at BTBcast.com. Cast.com. Go old school with Beyond the Bell.
1: another underrated song in the wcw archives the theme music for ricky the dragon steamboat we hope you enjoyed this special edition of beyond the bell let me know of your favorites email them to me at contact at btbcast.com for those of you that do want to provide some input Read them out loud on the show in future installments. Well, it's that time once again to take it home, my old school family, on the next edition of Beyond the Bell. We will take an in-depth look at the relationship between WCW and the Superstation TBS. We'll archive the history of Saturday Nights and NWA slash WCW action, and we'll break down into further detail Black Saturday. All this and more next time on your old school nostalgia podcast. Until then, this is your retro party host, Sean Beckerman, signing off.
0: Thanks for listening to Beyond the Bell. Remember to always keep it old school, my friends.